Moomin and the Ocean Song, based on the original stories by Tove Janssen. Moomin Troll was having a mending morning, repairing the mast on the little bark schooner his mother had made for him. Pee-hoo! whistled Moomin cheerfully as he admired his handiwork. She'll sail beautifully now. Little Mai had been keeping Moomin company, secretly hoping to get her hands on the glue pot. Her eyes lit up at the sound of a loud crash. What was that? cried Moomin Troll. A catastrophe, Little Mai grinned and scampered off to investigate. It turned out to be Moomin Papa. While searching for his easel in the attic, he had knocked over a great stack of clutter. He was staring at one of the toppled boxes. Bless my tail, he said. My old discovery collection. Moomin Papa began rooting about in the box. He took out a splendid seashell, held it to one ear and gave a happy sigh. Ah, the song of the ocean, still as clear as day after all these years. Moomin Mama had heard the crash too and came hurrying up the attic steps. Little Mai had her ear pressed to Moomin Papa's seashell. Hmm, she snorted. I can't hear any silly old song. Of course not, my dear, said Moomin Mama, relieved to find everyone unhurt. Only a shell's finder can hear its song. Now, come along, children. Let's give Papa some time alone with his collection. Later that morning, Moomin Troll told Snork Maiden about the shell as they took a stroll together. The ocean song? gasped Snork Maiden. How exciting! I wish I could hear it too. Seeing her delight, Moomin was struck by a bold idea. We could look for our own singing shells, he said. Snork Maiden clasped her hands. Oh yes, let's! We'll talk to Snuffkin, said Moomin. He'll know the proper way to go about it. Sure enough, Snuffkin had an idea of where to look. Lonely Island, he told Moomin. That could be a place for shells. There's all sorts of magic there. Sniff pulled a face. But that's far out at sea, he squeaked. Any discovery worth making starts with a sea voyage, said Snuffkin wisely. A discovery? Sniff perked up. You mean like treasure? And so it was that just before noon, the four friends set sail in the Moomin family's little boat. The adventure. Before long, she was skimming over the open ocean. Land ahoy! Squealed Sniff with some relief. Lonely island, said Snuffkin, peering ahead. Right where it should be. As they drew closer to the island shore, Snork Maiden's eyes widened. Oh! she gasped. Look! Two beautiful silver-maned creatures were frisking in the shallow water. Seahorses! cried Moomin. A moment later, the shy creatures had spotted them and vanished below the waves. Together, the friends hauled the adventure up onto the shore. To hunt time! squeaked Sniff. There were certainly all sorts of seashells. Moomin Troll, keen to impress Snork Maiden, 
set about finding one like Moomin Papa's. But it was no use. Moomin tried shell after shell, but none held the ocean song. Only one made any noise at all. A faint tinkling when he shook it. Then a whistle from Snufkin made Moomin abandon his search. A fleet of tiny boats were sailing towards Lonely Island. They were crammed with small, thin, ghost-white figures. Hattie Fatners, said Snufkin. Keeping out of sight, the friends watched the fleet approach. There must be hundreds of them, whispered Snork Maiden. The first boats landed. Their pale passengers glided silently ashore. Before long, the beach was crowded with Hattie Fatners, glowing faintly as they swayed. The Hattie Fatners began to drift away, without a sound, towards the centre of the island. Snufkin frowned. They only get together like this for one reason, he told Moomin, to recharge. In a lightning storm. They looked up at the sky, rapidly darkening with grey cloud. Oh! squealed Sniff, terrified. I knew a sea trip spelled trouble. We should have checked Moomin Pa's barometer this morning, whispered Snork Maiden, a little afraid. Moomin was fascinated by the Hattie Fatners, and he still hadn't found the ocean's song. But when he saw Sniff quivering with fright, he knew he had to help his friends get home. Moomin would never forget the homeward voyage. They tried to race the storm, but it easily overtook them. Lightning flickered, the rain lashed down, and the adventure was tossed about by the churning sea. We'll all be drowned, wailed Sniff, clinging to the mast. Twice over! It was a very wet, very bedraggled crew who reached the Moomin Valley landing stage at last, as the storm finally moved on. They were all happy to be home. Once back at the Moomin house, Moomin Mama admired their island finds. What lovely shells, my dears! Moomin could not help wishing that one, at least, held the ocean song. A little sadly, he gave his own shell a shake to make it tinkle. And something small and silvery fell out onto the table. That's a seahorseshoe, cried Moomin Papa. Very rare and a powerful good luck charm. Moomin Mama found a spare hat box of Moomin Papa's in which to keep the little seahorseshoe safe. It can be the start of your own discovery collection, said Snork Maiden. Moomin felt very happy indeed and so proud that he and his friends had brought home such a rare treasure. He was quite sure that with its good luck to share, they would make many more exciting discoveries together in the long summer days to come. Moomin and the Wishing Star, based on the original stories by Tove Janssen. Summer was drifting lazily towards autumn in Moomin Valley. The days were becoming a little shorter and a little cooler. Moomin Troll had spent the afternoon exploring and had discovered the perfect spot to enjoy the fine weather while it lasted. It was a quiet sheltered pool near the foot of a mountain. Pew!
sang Moomin contentedly as he bathed. Then something caught his eye. A small white something glistening just below the surface of the water. Moomin Troll fished the something out. It was a little pebble, perfectly round and perfectly smooth. Moomin turned it over in his hands, gazing at it admiringly. It had a silvery white gleam that seemed almost magical. What a treasure, thought Moomin. Eager to show his friends, Moomin climbed out of the pool, shook himself dry and hurried back to the Moomin house. Moomin arrived home to find everyone outside on the veranda, having supper. He proudly showed them his pebble. Oh, it's beautiful, said Snork Maiden. Look how it shines like starlight. Her eyes widened with wonder. Imagine if that's what it is. A fallen star. At this, Sniff became so excited, he dropped the syrup spoon. If it is a fallen star, he cried, it'll give you a wish, Moomin Troll. The mention of a wish led to great excitement. Snork Maiden clapped her hands, laughing gleefully. I know what I'd wish for, she said. An elegant silver tail ring. Emeralds, cried Sniff, hopping from one foot to the other. Or perhaps diamonds. No, a treasure chest filled with gemstones. Moomin Troll stared at his pebble. Could it be a star? If it was, how would he decide on a wish? He gave a little jump as Moomin Mama touched him on the shoulder. Remember that it is your wish, Moomin Troll, she murmured. No one else can tell you what to wish for. Moomin nodded and slipped away to the quiet of his room to give the matter some serious thought. But the more Moomin Troll thought, the harder he found it to choose a wish. Was it wrong to use it for himself? He imagined how delighted Snork Maiden would be with a shiny new tail ring. Or perhaps a rosebush for Mama's garden, thought Moomin, or bookends for Papa. The night got darker and darker and Moomin rubbed his eyes. Was it his imagination or was his pebble getting darker too? If I don't make up my mind soon, its shine will be gone. And the wish, too, he fretted. So Moomin did as he always did. When faced with a difficult problem, he went to visit Snuffkin. Moomin found his friend sitting by his campfire, playing a tune on his accordion. He stopped as Moomin Troll approached and spoke kindly. Sit down, old chap, and tell me what's on your mind. Moomin told Snuffkin all about finding the pebble and Snork Maiden and Sniff thinking it was a wishing star and about how hard it was deciding what to wish for. And now look, its shine is fading. Do you think the wish will work? Moomin passed the star pebble to Snuffkin, who inspected it closely. Well, I'm no expert, he said. Wishes are tricky things. But it does look like it's fading, and I don't think you'll be able to wish on a faded star. As for how to get the shine back, sometimes things just need to be where they belong. 
You mean I should put it back, said Moomin. That might help. Snuffkin nodded. And then you can make your wish, he said. Moomin Troll led the way to the little pool, where he had found the star pebble. As they drew near, he let out a cry. Snuffkin, look! It's full of stars! The water's smooth surface reflected the night sky above. It sparkled with countless tiny twinkling lights. Now, said Snuffkin, drop the pebble in and make your wish. Moomin admired his special pebble one last time, then let it drop. Plop! Into the water. The ripples died away and the mirrored stars settled down once more. He gazed into the pool rather sadly. Then his heart leapt as a streak of silver raced across the water. A shooting star! gasped Moomin Troll. They both looked up eagerly. There's another! And another! Oh, Snuffkin! he continued without thinking. I wish everyone were here with us to see them. There you are, said Snuffkin. That's your wish. Moomin was taken aback. Was it? he asked. I hardly noticed. How will it come true? Oh, it's very tricky to tell with wishes. You'll have to wait and see, said Snuffkin. They watched the stars together for some time. At last, tired but happy, they made their way home. At breakfast the next morning, Moomin told everyone to prepare for a secret expedition that night. Oh, Moomin Troll, cried Snork Maiden. Where are we going? Is this to do with your wish? But Moomin wouldn't say anything. He only smiled. Oh, lovely, dear, said Moomin Mama. I'll make a plum cake. Moomin's tummy felt more and more tingly all day as they packed up a picnic and blanket and waited for the sun to set. Nightfall seemed to take a very long time to come. That night, the whole family gathered by Moomin Troll's pool. Moomin was so excited that he couldn't sit still and he barely nibbled at his slice of plum cake. But the night got later and later and no shooting stars appeared. Moomin's tummy felt more tingly than ever before. Moomin Mama noticed his ears drooping and asked him what was wrong. Oh, Mama, it's my wish. I saw the most amazing shooting stars and I wish that everyone could see them too. I must have made the wish wrong and now it's lost forever, cried Moomin. Moomin Mama stroked his head. Oh, Moomin Troll, my Moomin Troll, don't be upset. Wishes are very tricky things. Maybe it will come true tomorrow night. Just then, a shining star streaked across the sky. Did you see that? gasped Snork Maiden. Look, there's another one. And another. Look, look, cried Sniff. Moomin clapped his hands with delight before lying back on the ground to gaze at the stars. My wish did come true after all, he whispered. Thank you for using your wish for us, Moomin, said Snork Maiden. I've never seen anything so beautiful. Well done, my Moomin troll, said Moomin Mama softly, packing up the last of the picnic things. And Moomin felt warm and lucky 
and very, very happy, as together they made their way back to the Moomin house in the pale early morning light. Moomin and the Moonlight Adventure, based on the original stories by Tove Johnson. The rain had fallen for days in Moomin Valley, but now at last the clouds had cleared and the sun shone down on the Moomin house. Moomin Troll woke up. He rubbed his eyes and thought a bit. Pee-hoo! What a fine day for an adventure! We're going to sail to Lonely Island, he announced at breakfast. We shall go in search of treasure. Oh yes, said Snork Maiden. I love treasure. I wonder what I should wear. An adventure? What a good idea, said Moomin Mama. Shall we take a picnic? Why not, said Moomin Papa. I'd love to do a spot of fishing. I'll get my gear together. Moomin Troll followed Moomin Papa out to the shed. Shall we take this fishing rod, said Moomin, or this one? Both, I think. Now, which hat, asked Moomin Papa. If there's a storm, I'll need my sou'wester. On the other hand, I'll definitely need my admiral's hat, and I can't leave my top hat behind. Moomin Troll went to find Moomin Mama. She and little Mai were busy picking berries. Papa and I are all ready for the adventure, said Moomin Troll excitedly. Oh, are you going to make berry pie? If you like, dear, said Moomin Mama. And I'll make juice, added little Mai. Lots! Yummy, Moomin said. I'll go and see if Snork Maiden is ready. And off you went. Snork Maiden was surrounded by dresses and beach suits and parasols. This one? Or this one? Or this one? She asked Moomin Troll. They all look lovely, said Moomin Troll. But I like the pink one best. Not the blue, said Snork Maiden doubtfully. Hours later, everyone was ready and the boat was piled high with provisions and things they might need. At last, shouted Moomin Troll. We're off to look for treasure, cried Snork Maiden. But the sun's gone down, said little Mai. So it has, said Moomin Mama. Never mind, we'll have a moonlight adventure. Everybody cheered. And so, by the light of the moon, they sailed away to Lonely Island. There was a sense of excitement as the moon shone down on the little boat. Snork Maiden looked dreamily down into the water. Moomin Troll! she shouted suddenly. Look! There's treasure right below us! She dipped her hand into the water, but the treasure slipped away. You are silly, said little Mai. That isn't treasure. It's just the reflection of the moon. It is treasure. Real, proper treasure said Snork Maiden. Isn't it, Moomin Troll? There's only one way to find out, said Moomin. And before anyone could stop him, he dived into the sea. Down, down, down. He swam until he reached the bottom. In the boat, everyone waited anxiously. Snork Maiden felt awful. She really wanted the treasure, but... She also wanted Moomin Troll back, safe and sound. But then, 
Suddenly, there he was, at the side of the boat. There was treasure, said Moomin Troll, and the moon showed me where to find it. He handed Snork Maiden a beautiful shell, with a pearl the colour of the moon nestled inside. By the time they reached the island, everyone was still talking about Moomin's big adventure. You must be hungry, my little Moomin Troll, said Moomin Mama. I think it's time for a moonlight picnic. So, they all sat around the campfire, laughing and singing and listening to Moomin Papa's tales of his exploits at sea. Then, the stars started to fade, and it was time to get some rest. Snork Maiden leaned her head on Moomin Troll's shoulder. Thank you for fetching the treasure for me, she said sleepily. You were very brave. I'll find you even more tomorrow, said Moomin proudly, because I think it may be another fine day for an adventure. And with that, they fell fast asleep. Moomin and the Little Ghost, based on the original stories by Tove Jansen. The moon shone high over Lonely Island. The Moomins were holidaying at the lighthouse. But Moomin Troll couldn't sleep. His bed wasn't like the one back home in the Moomin house, and it was dark all around. Even worse, he could hear strange noises, and he was sure he could hear the sound of little scuttling feet. Pew! he whispered, to make himself feel brave. But it didn't help. So, he slipped out of bed and went to wake Moomin Mama. Moomin Mama, he said. I can't sleep. It's ever so dark, and I think I heard footsteps. I'm sure it must be a little ghost. Don't be scared, my little Moomin, said Moomin Mama. Let's put a little light by your bed. That will keep away any old ghost away. And together they went back to his bedroom. Did everyone sleep well? asked Moomin Papa at breakfast. No, said Moomin Troll. I did not, not even with the light on. I think there's a ghost in this lighthouse. Oh, good, said little Mai. Is it very frightening? I'll bite it in the leg. Don't be silly, said Snork Maiden. You can't bite ghosts. But I really did hear footsteps, said Moomin Troll, and I'm sure I even saw some little feet. I think. You should forget all about ghosts, Moomin Troll, said Moomin Mama. Why don't you go down to the beach and find two Tiki? You can take us some pancakes. Down on the beach, Moomin Troll suddenly turned to Snork Maiden in fright. Look, he said, there are the spooky feet I told you about. There is a ghost, even in the daytime. That's no ghost, said Snork Maiden. That's two Tiki. Oh said Moomin Troll, embarrassed. Tutiki, do you believe in ghosts? Of course, said Tutiki, but you needn't be frightened. The only dangerous thing about a ghost is being afraid of it. And that made Moomin Troll feel more worried than ever. That night, Moomin Troll was still scared, despite the little lantern by his bed. He heard creaking and rattling, and he was sure he saw the little feet again. 
The same thing happened the next night and the next. Pew, he whispered to make himself feel brave, but it still didn't help. As the days passed, Moomin Troll grew quieter and quieter and Snork Maiden grew more and more worried. So she went to find Tutiki. Tutiki, said Snork Maiden. How can I stop Moomin Troll being so scared? He doesn't even want to have adventures anymore. What we need, said Tutiki, is a plan to show Moomin Troll just how brave he is. And then he'll stop being afraid of ghosts. And that gave Snork Maiden an idea. Late that night, Moomin Troll found a letter pushed under his door. He opened the envelope and found a note from Snork Maiden. It said, Dear Moomin, I have gone for a midnight walk by myself. I didn't ask you to come because I thought you would be scared. I shall be back by ten. Love, Snork Maiden. Kiss, kiss. But that was two hours ago, thought Moomin Troll with alarm. I must find her at once. And he rushed out into the night, his heart pounding with fear. I'm not scared of you, ghost, he called to make himself feel brave, following its footprints in the sand. At last, Moomin Troll came to the opening of a huge, dark cave. Lying at his feet, he saw Snork Maiden's anklet. She must be inside, he thought anxiously. How scared she must be. Bravely, Moomin Troll entered the cave and called out, Don't worry, Snork Maiden, I have come to rescue you. But suddenly, there was the little ghost. Woo! It wailed hoping to scare Moomin Troll. But instead of being scared, Moomin Troll said, I'm sorry, I haven't got time to be frightened. I'm very busy finding Snork Maiden. And as he said it, two wonderful things happened. The little ghost vanished away and Snork Maiden suddenly appeared, safe and sound. Moomin Troll thought his heart would burst. When Moomin Troll and Snork Maiden got back to the lighthouse, everyone wanted to hear about their adventure. But weren't you scared? asked little Mai. Yes, I was, said Snork Maiden, but I knew Moomin Troll would come and find me, even though he was scared of the ghost, because, you know, he's really so very brave. And she hugged him close. Moomin finished his cocoa and went upstairs with Moomin Mama. I am very proud of you, my little Moomin troll, she said, tucking him into bed. We're going back home to the Moomin house tomorrow. So you won't be scared of the ghost any more. Shall I leave the lantern by your bed? No, thank you, Mama, said Moomin troll happily. I'm not scared any more. And he snuggled down under the blankets and slept soundly until morning. Moomin and the Birthday Button, based on the original stories by Tove Jansen. The moon faded 
the sun rose, and morning came to Moomin Valley. Snug in his bed in the Moomin house, Moomin Troll woke up. He yawned once, he stretched twice, and then he remembered. Pee-hoo! It's my birthday! Downstairs, Moomin Mama and Moomin Papa were having breakfast. They called out, Happy birthday, Moomin Troll! There was a card from Moomin Papa with a birthday poem he'd written and a beautiful gold button from Moomin Mama for his collection. Oh, it's so perfect and shiny, said Moomin. I'm going to show Snuffkin straight away. Snuffkin was down by the river. He was busy making something out of wood. Moomin called out, Snuffkin, look what I've got. But Snuffkin didn't even look up. I'll look later, he mumbled. I'm really terribly busy right now. Moomin Troll was surprised. I'll go and show Snork Maiden instead, he thought. She won't be too busy. On his way to find Snork Maiden, he bumped into Sniff, who seemed to be searching for something. Hello, Sniff, said Moomin. Look what I've got. But Sniff didn't look up either. Sorry, Moomin Troll, he said. Too busy, can't stop. How odd that Sniff is too busy too, thought Moomin. But I know Snork Maiden will like my button. And he hurried on his way. Snork Maiden was at the beach collecting shells. She seemed to be having a lot of fun with little Mai, who was draping herself with seaweed. Snork Maiden, little Mai, look what I've got! But Snork Maiden didn't answer. She just went on looking for shells. Little Mai danced about and shouted, We're very busy, Moomin Troll! Don't disturb us! Moomin couldn't believe his ears. Nobody wants to see my new button, he thought, and nobody has even said happy birthday. He stamped back through the woods, and by the time he reached home he was nearly in tears. When Moomin Mama saw Moomin Troll, she knew at once that something was wrong. Nobody cares about my new button or my birthday, sniffed Moomin. They're all too busy, even Snork Maiden. Don't be sad, said Moomin Mama. I'm sure they didn't mean to be unkind. Come on, let's get things ready for your birthday tea. Moomin cheered up a little as he watched Moomin Mama decorate his birthday cake. But he was still cross. They're probably too busy to come, he said. I don't even care. But he did. Really? Then, all of a sudden, he heard voices calling him. Moomin Troll! Come outside! Come and look what we've got! Moomin Troll rushed to the door, and there were all his friends. Snork Maiden, Sniff, Little Mai, and Snuffkin. Sniff was holding a present, which was very badly wrapped in seaweed. This is for you, he said. From all of us. Moomin could have burst with happiness. They hadn't forgotten his birthday after all. He unwrapped the present and inside was a beautiful wooden treasure chest 
that was decorated with pebbles and shells. Snufkin made it, and I chose the shells, said Snork Maiden. The pebbles are my very favourite ones that I've ever found, said Sniff. I nearly kept them for myself. And I wrapped it, said Little Mai. The sun set, the moon rose, and night fell over Moomin Valley. Moomin Troll and his friends sang birthday songs and danced until they were all tired out and ready for bed. Night, night, my little Moomin Troll, said Moomin Mama. Night, night, Mama, said Moomin. But before he closed his eyes, Moomin had one last peep at the shiny new button in his very special treasure chest. Happy birthday, Moomin Troll, he whispered to himself, and he drifted off to sleep.